So we go from a 10-game main slate today to a two-game slate tomorrow with the San Antonio Spurs on it. Yay! Welcome, guys. My name is DK. Uh, again, this video will break down the two-game NBA DFS slate on DraftKings. I also cover content for player prop stuff. Uh, the sponsor of the video, that would be Parlay Play, which is a player prop site. Guys, if you're not on Parlay Play, you can link down below for a $100 deposit match bonus. But how it works is you're building out slips of player props. All the sports that they offer are up here. And you kind of went up to 155x your money. If you guys do want to give it a try, again, click that link down below. If you click the link and deposit, it does help support the channel. As always, you're looking for more content, DFS or prop stuff, Patreon is linked down below. Okay, so let's recap tonight. So currently looking pretty good for the for the prop market and the early games uh, full swap the board. I have a couple more in the late games. Could be a 25x if I need, what, uh, Suggs over fantasy score and Hawkins over PRA. So hopefully that can add. As far as DFS goes, looking decent. Built a bit of a contrarian lineup. Uh, went with a Pistons stack. Uh, paired him with low-owned uh, quickly, who absolutely smashed low-owned Pirtle. Um, so yeah, the chalk that I ate was basically Jalen Johnson and Eldama, and then I kind of got different elsewhere. Um, so looking decent right now. We'll see how it finishes. But yeah, I have low on Cade in the late game, low on Madonavish in the late game, low on Ivy in the late game, and low on Clarkson in the late game. I really didn't want to play Clarkson, but he just kind of fit. And I was like, all right, if I'm playing so many guys from the Pistons, it makes sense to run it back to some guys. Also, Jalen Johnson, 50 fans points. He should have had more. How did the faders know he would get in range? That's a foul trouble. And don't even, I don't even want to discuss Sam Merrill stuff. I don't even want to discuss it. Nope. We're not, we're not going to go there now. Not going to go there. Sunshine and rainbows. No tilting, right? New year, new me. Ooh. There's, I'm definitely not going to tilt how Sam Merrill, one of the worst plays in the history of DFS, gets bailed out by random garbage time. Ooh. No, 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 no. We're not even going to bring it up. Not even going to bring it up. Way. All right, let's talk about the slate. Um, Milwaukee-San Antonio is the first game here. So Milwaukee, it is a back-to-back, and they're playing the Spurs. So I would not be surprised if you see Chris Middleton rest this game. It was questionable uh, for injury management going into night and ended up playing. So I think there's a decent chance, maybe 50-50, that Middleton doesn't end up playing. If he sits, then you should get more run for uh, Pat Conton, Malik Beasley. I think Bobby Portis plays a little bit more. And then obviously slight usage bump for guys like Giannis and Dame. As far as Giannis and Dame go, well... Um, Giannis, uh, what did he... This was from two games ago, right? Yeah. I don't think he... What did he finish with tonight? I want to say it wasn't great because he started really slow against the Pacers. But obviously the ceiling's there. No one in the Spurs can stop him. Dame at 9-3. I think it's a fine contrarian play. Don't expect him to be popular. Um, so interested in both the main guys. Milton, if he does play, I think is reasonable. Again, if he sits, that's going to open up some stuff here. Brook Lopez, 6.2K. Has been playing relatively consistent bets of late. I think he's solid. Uh, again, Portis... He's a good point-per-minute guy, but his minutes have fluctuated a bit. If there's no Middleton, I think you can expect a few extra minutes from him. He would look better. I can believe Beasley's minutes have been a little bit up and down, but he would look better if Middleton's out. Same with Pat Connaughton. Fine value, probably plays low 20s minutes, probably a little bit more of Middleton hits. And then maybe like a guy like Marshawn Beauchamp or Andre Jackson become playable if uh, Middleton does not play. But like I said, he's not even on the injury reports of back-to-back, so we won't know until tomorrow. That's just me making an educated guess because he was on the injury report today. Uh, for uh, questionable for rest. All right, for the Spurs, uh, this is where the headache is. I really don't want to do it, but we have to. It's a two-game slate. We have to. No Zach Collins. Malachi Branham is doubtful. I mean, just look at this rotation. How am I supposed to do anything with this? Right? Just look at it. But we have the starting five. 
Then Kaladin off the bench, 6. Barlow off the bench, 7. Shetty off the bench, 8. Trey Jones off the bench, 9. McDermott off the bench, 10. Buklis Shaley off the bench, 11. And Blake Wesley played minutes, 12-man rotation. Spurs. All right, top end, guys. Victor Wembayama, minutes have just not been there. Now, I do like his ceiling. Can he still get it done in like 25 minutes? Definitely can. We saw it, what, three games ago for 61 fancy points. I don't think he's an optimal play, but I do like his upside. And if you get a game where, oh, I don't know, maybe he finally plays like 30 minutes, he could break the slate. Intrigued by Wembayama for tournaments, but yeah, it's annoying right now for what Popovich is doing. You got Keldon Johnson, who's been coming off the bench, but he's been playing around 30 minutes. I think he's relatively safe, assuming this game stays competitive. Whether he's been starting or coming off the bench, usually Keldon's a guy that has been playing pretty One of the few Spurs that I'm, I guess, confident in his role. Uh, Devin Vassell, 6.7, also relatively confident in his role minutes-wise. Uh, reasonable price point. So yeah, both Vassell and Keldon, I think, are, are two guys you can expect a low 30 minutes from, assuming the game stays competitive. Yeah, Jeremy Sohan at 5.6. Minutes have been a little bit up and down, but I think you should expect high 20s minutes from him. 27, 31, 29, 24, and 20 minutes over the last five games. Uh, a guy that can stuff the stat sheet, so decent play there in the mid-range. Trey Jones, I think, looks a little bit better without Branham, or with Branham doubtful. Um, he's been playing the mid-20s minutes, so I do have some minutes in Trey Jones. Now, as far as who starts from Malachi Branham, I'm not sure. Again, the Spurs change the starting lineup every day. Like last game, it started, what, Wembeyama, Champagny, Vassell, Branham, Sohan. Um, I mean, like, do they start someone like Trey Jones? You know what, what the Popovich thing to do here? Popovich thing to do would be, oh, everyone thinks, oh, maybe it's Trey Jones since there's no Branham. Starts Blake West. That would, that would literally be the Popovich thing to do. Um, so we'll see. I have no idea who's going to start. But it just, I'm, I, it's not even worth guessing because, like, it just goes with Pop. You got Champagny at 4.7K. Minutes have not been great. He's been getting like spot starts, 14, 12, 19, 22 minutes for the last four games. Price points, not amazing. I think you back somewhere in the neighborhood of like high teens. Blake Wesley, 4K. I mean, he will be in the rotation. He played 21 minutes last game. Not really the best point per minute guy, but you got to consider Chetty Osmond at 3.9K. Uh, you would think he would play a little bit more here, but he's been consistent playing like 15 minutes a night and he's viable. Uh, this is where things get interesting, though, is the backup big rotation. I talked about that. I've talked about this last couple slates on the Patreon stream, how Mamuklish Fade is a good point per minute guy. And if you told me that he plays all the backup five tomorrow, then I'd really like him. Thing is, they can go to Dominic Barlow, and they did go to Dominic Barlow last game. Like Mamuklish Fade, what? He only played two minutes. Now, he had five fancy points in the time, but again, only two minutes. They went to Dominic Barlow as kind of like a backup big. He played 14. Um, so... Yeah, I don't really know what, what Pop's going to do here. Mubukashvili is the better point for minute guy of the two, but um, I can't say I'm confident in his minutes. And then uh, you got Doug McDermott, who probably plays 15 or so minutes. I guess he's playable. Yeah, those are all the guys that took the floor last game. Um, could you see someone else play? I mean, I would not be shocked. Uh, Devontae Graham, he could play minutes. Uh, Yacate, I guess, could play. Like, they... they it's pop, man. Like, two-game slate, I don't want to deal with that. That's why I said I'm not looking forward to having to mess with the Spurs value and just kind of, like, hope you guess right and don't get popped. All right, Denver Golden State. This one should be a good game. 
On the Denver side, uh, the only guy in the injury report is Reggie Jackson. He's probable. So expect him to play. Expect him to play backup point. As far as the top end guys go, 11-6 for Jokic. I think looks very safe at the top. Um, you know, production hasn't been great on him. There has been some blowouts, though. Back-to-back blowouts there against Thunder and against the Hornets. Um, and against Memphis, actually. Three straight blowouts. So uh, in a competitive game, you should see, you know, high 30s minutes from Jokic. So uh, box for watchers might want to avoid him. But, yeah, I still think he's a pretty safe play. You got Jamal Murray at 8K. So did play 36 minutes here against the Thunder. Um, again, there's been some blowouts, but if you give mid-30s minutes, I think he is a little bit underpriced here. As far as the rest of Denver goes, no real strong takes on Michael Porter Jr. or Aaron Gordon. They're both filler plays for me. Like, they're not out of play on a small slate, but they're not standing out to me. A KCP, you know the drill by now. 3 and D guy, don't love the price point on him. If he's making shots, he can have decent, but yeah, it does not stand out. Peyton Watson coming off the bench. Went back to 19 minutes, but again, that game was a blowout. Um, he feels a little bit pricey. Again, he started these two games, so uh, with him moving back to the bench, it's a little bit tough to pay almost 5K for him. Yeah, 4.6 for Reggie, who I expect to play about 15 or so minutes. Love the price. Christian Brown will see the uh, rotation minutes. Probably some in the neighborhood of like 15 or so. Playable as a dart throw. Um, DeAndre Jordan, and uh, you got DeAndre Jordan, and you got Zeke Naji. I mean, it Last game, it was Zeke Naji as the backup big. Could be DeAndre Jordan. That's with that either. DeAndre Jordan is a good point for many guys. If you guess correctly and it's him, then like that, that could be decent, but it's just hard to trust. And then Strother, I think we'll see a few rotation minutes, but again, nothing I feel good about. Uh, you got Justin Holiday, 3.2K. He's been out of the rotation. He was out of the rotation at least. Let's talk about Golden State. So Golden State... Another team on a small slate who's ready to try to figure out the Steve Kerr rotation. Woo! Topping guy's easy to talk about. Steph, he's going to play mid-30s minutes. He's the guy with the highest ceiling. Like his upside. Lower floor, though, than some of the other stars in the slate. But Chris Paul started last game, played 30 minutes. Had a down game, honestly, for 30 minutes. He needs to play about 30 minutes a game. Chris Paul is going to stand as a good play in the mid-range, so. Definitely still like Chris Paul. Yeah, Pojemski will play 20 minutes off the bench. I think Chris Paul is your safer play, but I think Pojemski is your pivot. I mentioned Pojemski is a viable pivot off Chris Paul last slate. I think those two are similar. My guess is uh, Golden State runs that same starting lineup. It's Chris Paul be a lot more popular. But again, on a small slate, I think Pojemski is a fine pivot. Play Thompson got some foul trouble, only played 25 minutes. His minutes have not been amazing either. Um, you know, if he's making a shots, he has a ceiling, but still a pretty low floor. Definitely in play for Jeep. Grace Jackson Davis started last game, played 24 minutes. He is a good point per minute guy. The issue here is I don't know what's and he's gonna ride the hot hand here with me, Sarich, and with Trace Jackson Davis. So who do I think offers the most resistance against Nikola Jokic? Probably Kavan Looney. This one's a tough one. Um I've interested in all these bigs. I think whoever starts is your safest bet. It's most likely gonna be Jackson Davis, but foul prone and he's gonna be going up against Jokic if he starts. So there's definitely some downside for sure. You got Kaminga 5.3K. He played 34 minutes kind of out of nowhere last game. We know Kaminga's a good point for minute guy. So I definitely have interest in him. I think his floor minutes is probably low 20s and he's playing well. Crack 30 plus now in two of the last five games. So definitely like the upside in Kaminga. You got Andrew Wiggins at 5.2. In a competitive game, I think you should probably expect low to mid 20s minutes from him. I think he's reasonable. I think another uh, interesting uh, topic of tournaments will be the ownership difference here between Kaminga and Wiggins. My guess is based on last game, you're going to see a lot more ownership that Kaminga. And like if Kaminga's like 5x the ownership of Wiggins, then that's when, you know, okay, or you know, do you want to go the lower own option, right? 
And the same thing again with Sarge, Looney. Like if Jackson Davis starts and everyone plays him, well, you can consider low-owned plays like Sarge, who's actually not a bad point for a guy. And a low-owned play like Looney, who I think is their best shot to try to stop Nicole Jokic. Um, other than that, Gary Payton is out, so I do think you see a little bit of Moses Moody in the rotation. 3.1K, you can take a shot on him in partial tournaments. I guess they could go to Corey Joseph, but I assume you'll probably see a little bit of Moses. All right, guys, so that's going to wrap it up for this video. As always, if you do enjoy it, just make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and see you guys all in the next one.